You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I hope you're really enjoying all the episodes I've been putting out. We're putting out so much content recently. It's interesting. People think that uh, I'm putting out so much content because I'm stuck at home now and I have more time to produce more content. But really, and you probably know this if you've been an avid listener of the How to Talk to Girls podcast, I've been putting out about three episodes per week since the past couple months. So I just really hope that you're diving in and you're taking notes and you're implementing stuff. I know right now it's a little bit harder to implement some things because we are not able to go out and be very close to people. There's a lot of social distancing. But I have something cool for you today. I actually interviewed an old friend, an OG in the dating coaching world, David Wygant. We actually did a few interviews together many years ago, and he's still a dating coach after all these years. I'm talking like 20 years in the business. And he gives a whole different perspective. And the reason why I like to have all kinds of people on the podcast is I like to hear other people's perspective. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to like them. Maybe you love them. Maybe you really relate to them. Either way, I like to have all types of personalities on here to give you a different look at things. And so he's going to be breaking down how you can actually go out and safely approach women during a quarantine, keeping the six feet distance and making sure that you're not doing anything that's going to cause you to get any coronavirus. So it's crazy, but it's possible. And he put me in my in my seat. Okay. So basically I was talking to him and you're going to hear all this on the on the episode. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, going on and approaching. And he said, yes, you could do it. And he gives his whole breakdown of exactly how to do it, how you can actually go out and approach women during this time if you so choose to do that. And I like his style. He's more drill sergeant style in your face. He's pretty harsh. So if you relate to someone kind of just being more intense with you, And some people really like that kind of push and that motivation. It's a very specific kind of motivation. If you like that kind of motivation where someone's just like, you do it, do it, do it. Come on, motherfucker, do it. Uh, This is going to be the guy for you. And you're really going to enjoy this episode. So I want you to, to tune in with an open mind and hear what David has to say. Don't forget, if you're interested in receiving any kind of coaching from me, you could do so by going to coachedbytrip.com. That's where you can apply for coaching for us to work together. Yes, I'm still taking clients during all of this crazy quarantining, during the virus. I'm still taking clients because there's a lot of things to be worked on with your mindset, with your confidence, and still helping you be able to meet women. Maybe it's online, but also We wouldn't be working together for about four to five weeks anyway because my schedule is full until then. So if you want to get on the calendar, you want a spot, apply as soon as possible. And you and I will hop on a free call to see if coaching is a good fit for you. Go to coachedbytrip.com today and I'll help you out. Okay. In the meantime, here's my interview with David Wygant talking about how to safely approach women during the quarantine. Here it is. David Wygant. Man, it's been a while. This is not the first time you've been on my on my podcast or my YouTube channel. Probably the second, third, or fourth time. But it's been a long time since we've chatted personally. It's been a long time since 
We've chatted professionally and it's just great to have you back on. And I thought, you know what? You, if anyone, would know what to do in terms of building the social skill set because you've been doing, you're an OG. You've been doing this for over 20 years. So I know you'd have some good advice here. We're going to get into that today. But how you doing, man? How's it going? I'm just good to have you back and good to be talking to you. It's good, man. I'm keeping your screen six inches away because for <laughs> those of you that are addicted to your screen, in order for the COVID-17, that is the Apple-based software issue that makes you sick, your eyes get tired, you need to keep your screen at least six inches away. So anyway, you know that's what I'm doing. And, and, and a former was, stand-up comedian, that's right. Well, no, it was, it was funny the other day, right? The... Um, my daughter and I were on a hike. These two dogs were sniffing each other's ass. And I thought to myself, man, they are not practicing social distancing. Don't they understand what, that, what can happen to them? Don't they that, get it? Don't they understand that, that, there's, that the, the, the IMS virus could easily be passed from one dog to the next? Don't they understand? Don't they watch the news? Don't they hear the negativity day in and day out? The fear that's really for all the sheep in America, people in America love fear. So they are just plugging away at it. But these dogs, man, they seem to be oblivious. I don't even pet dogs. My daughter's like, should we pet that dog? I said, not unless you have a stick <laughs> and, and it's six feet away. Can you tap the dog on its head? I mean, whether we're oh, social man. distancing or not. It's just crazy because I honestly, you know, I did a podcast on this the other day. I said the history of social distancing started when we had the smartphone. The second the smartphone came about, people started dissing themselves. Because if you think about the reaction, at least now, Trip, I'm getting reactions from people. Like, actually, people are fucking alive and they're not zombies. Like, I'll go to Air One or I'll go to Whole Foods and look for overpriced toilet paper if they have it, you know, because that's what's so important right now is toilet paper, right? It's for all the people that are loading up on chips and canned beans. And I can still get fresh fish and vegetables all over the place, right? But I always tell people the history of social distancing was. Basically, when the iPhone was invented, now, at least when someone comes in the six feet of you, they apologize and acknowledge that you're alive. It used to be when they came to six feet of you before this, they would do this. Head down. There's not a human being here. So I honestly think it's just in a weird way. We're more connected than than we've ever been. Yeah. And we got what we were practicing. Yeah. You know, and that's really the saddest part in the world. We got what we're practicing. And I don't know about you, but I mean, you and I are social beings. Holy shit. I've been cooped up in this house for five days. I'm losing my mind. Well, at least you're in Los Angeles and you can walk around in the sunshine. I'm in Chicago where it was snowing yesterday. Nice. And so I was like, well, you can't go out and walk around in the snow. And now I don't have a choice but to be here. You know, and some people are like, oh, you bundle up. It's like, well, that's not a very enjoyable walk. I'd rather be inside and just, you know, away from the cold. But yeah, I think about people who are like in Hawaii or like live near a beach. It's like social distancing at the beach. That's easy. The beach is huge. You can easily be six feet away from people. But, I, you know, here's the thing I know it's tough for everyone out there. Everyone's kind of, you know, even if you're in a nice place, it's still tough for you if you're over there. And you know, I give it to everyone who has to go through this, and and it's just a, it's just an eerie time, and we don't know when it's going to end, you know. And I can't believe that this is even a podcast and YouTube video that has to be produced that we even have to talk about this. But this is no. this is tough for us 
you know, who are trying to date. Like I have a girlfriend right now. You have a girlfriend, you know. So that's a whole separate issue in itself. Oh, I keep I keep my social distancing at the house too. <laughs> you still you still do that. Yeah. But what happens? What happens when you're you know you just started to say, you know what, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to start to meet women. I'm going to do this. I'm feeling lonely. And then boom, coronavirus hits. And now it's like, nope, you ain't going anywhere. You're staying inside. And we don't know how long this is going to be for. Do you have any advice for guys right now who still want to date, still want to get their social skills going, but we don't have the opportunity to because we have to be social distancing? What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on it. It's a time to get real with yourself, you know, because there's a quote that I have on my phone. All right. And it's a great quote. So hold on. All right. Shoot. Well, my phone go on lockdown first. My phone needs to go on quarantine so we can get the home <laughs> screen up. But I want to read the quote to you. I find a lot of people are talkers and not doers. You know, so a lot of the people that wanted to get their game on and talked about getting their game on and talked about doing this and talked about doing this. They weren't really doing it. You know, they were talking themselves. Because to me, I'm not a talker. I think of something and then I do it, right? Because talk usually replaces action. So one of the things I tell people all the time is, well, now you, of course, now you miss, you know, people around you. You know, but what about before? What about before? Were you really taking the actions before to connect? The answer, if you're really honest with yourself, is probably no. But now all of a sudden it's taken away from you. So psychologically, you're thinking like, oh man, oh man, I really miss people. I was starting to get so maybe you were getting a little momentum, but if every single person was honest with themselves, you probably weren't doing shit that you needed to do. So one of the things I tell people when you're in self-quarantine, you know, if you're alone. Instead of watching the Netflix, start meditating, start doing the Wim Hof breathing technique to work on the anxiety, work on your anxiety that was probably there before. Second thing you need to do, which is super, super important, is to be honest with yourself. People, come on, be honest. Were you really doing the things that you thought you were doing? Were you really talking about the things that you wanted to do? Because talk was replacing action. And that's what a lot of people have done. If Nike had an ad for the majority of American males in the US and all over the world, their ad would be just think it. Be a bunch of guys sitting around mentally masturbating, staring at a girl going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right thing to say is. I'm not quite sure. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the right... It's like a bunch of monkeys. And in reality, I've got a simple phrase. And this is something I'll give to everybody. It's called see it, say it, listen. You see what they're doing, you make a comment on it, and then you listen to the response, and then you have a conversation. See it, say it, listen. That's how I really live my life. So when you're in this lockdown mode, it's time to take inventory. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you really missing the people that you were missing in your last life? Or are you really just missing the idea that you actually had the freedom to miss the things that you weren't really doing in the first place? And then when the freedom comes again, Actually do it. Set up an action plan. Listen to all the programs that you've downloaded. Download a few more programs. Actually write out action steps. And here on my lock screen is, I'd rather be well done than well said. Tom Brady quote, when he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week, I'd rather be well done than well said. Too many people are well said. So look at the inventory and ask yourself, 
are you bullshitting yourself? Because when we come out of this, and you know, we will eventually come out of it. Just like we came out of 9-11, just like we came out of other things, right? When we come out of something, our memory tends to forget where we were, and we go back to being who we were. So one of the things is to write the future version of yourself. Right now, you're cooped up. Write a future version of who you are, what you want to be, and where you want to go. That's a really good step. But man, self-honesty is so important right now. Because And don't give up on coaching. You know, I'm sure you know people are like, Hey, I'm going to coach with you when things get better. No, this is the time to really coach. This is the time to dig into the psyche and the excuses that are holding you back and the childhood blocks. I mean, and we all got them. And this is a great time to explore. So that's some advice. I could keep going, but man, I know you've got some stuff to add. No, I mean, I think that's great. I think right now is is the time to reflect on ourselves, you know. And I also, I, I kind of, I kind of like how you call people out on their bullshit there, you know, because I think too that there are some people out there who are thinking, oh, you know, I really was going to do it this time, but really oh. they probably were going to be stuck at home and not taking action, you know. And so, yeah, I just like that this is a time to really reflect and. And and here's what I, here's what I don't want. I don't want people to plan too much, okay? Because this is what we all do. This is like the um, the the New Year's resolution plan. They go, okay, New Year's New Year's is coming up. It's full oh, away, and then they prep and they prep and they go, I'm going to do this, 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 and they pack like this uh, this list full of goals and things that are just completely. It's too much. And then January 1st comes along and they blow it all and it doesn't work out, right? They didn't right. plan properly and they overplanned. I feel like that this is a potential mistake now is okay, 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 I'm going to plan and do all these things. And because the quarantine's going to be up and, and social distancing will eventually be over. And once that's over, boom, and I'm going to plan and do all these things. That's, I think, to me, the planning, and there's some planning that is okay to do, that's fine. But over planning is being well said, not well done. Right, so I like what you're saying. What are the actual action steps we can do today? Yes, we can't go up and talk to girls today, but what can we do? We yes, can we can. No, no, no. Yes, we can. What do you, What do you got for us? Are you kidding me? This doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop. I mean, I am like. Well, how are you going to talk to girls at the it, grocery store? It. Six feet away. That's how most of these guys are anyway. <laughs> I've coached boot camps for 25 years, and most guys need a megaphone to be heard anyway, because they're always six feet away. I'm always, conversation to me is an arm length away, right? With most of these guys, they've already practiced six feet away. I'm telling you, Trip, the, 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 the social distancing has been perfected by human beings. This is not a new thing. So you say open, open anyways. Six oh, feet away. Absolutely open, anyways. I mean, this is how they are anyway. I love it. You guys have been practicing social distancing your whole life. You were given permission because of this fucking dumbass device called the iTard, okay, which is the narcissistic phone. It's the iPhone. It's my phone. Oh, it's my phone. You've been living in this phone and living in this virtual world. Oh, I'm going now. Living in this virtual world for so long, you're all just BSing yourself. So now's a great time. In fear, it's a great time to get over fear because you recognize them. So I'll go to the market and I'll see somebody, right? And they'll say, sorry. And I'll be like, wow, it took the coronavirus for us to talk to one another. Isn't that funny? And we'll get into this great conversation where somebody's looking and there's nothing to eat. And like you can see them scanning, right? And I go, I'll flip you for that can of sardines because I know you don't want it and I know I don't want it. 
There's a million things. You can have great six feet away conversations because everybody is thinking the same thing. And that's what bonding is. You can go on a walk or I'll go on a hike. Everybody was friendly on the hike. People would look at me and go, hey, how you doing? How you holding up? What's going on? We had great six feet away conversations. You guys are perfect at that because your body language sucks ass and you've been six feet away from people the entire time anyway. It's the number one thing when I coach somebody is get closer. She won't bite. So now you actually can because you all have something. And this is a great thing for you guys to practice. See it, say it. Because you realize you don't need to talk to women like they're aliens. You just need to bond over a common thing that's going on. You all have this common thing going on. It's called fear. It's called panic. It's called isolation. It's called fighting for toilet paper. I've used the toilet paper routine so many times. Everybody, I go to the store and there's no toilet paper, and I look and I'll, you know, and I'll be like, oh, you know, once again, now I know why Americans need toilet paper because they're not buying the fresh food because I can go pick up salmon and, and, and spinach and everything else. They're fighting over chips. So, of course, they need toilet paper because they're all just going to have diarrhea 24 7 and they need 100 rolls of toilet paper in their house to, mess, to clean up the mess that the chips are, are, are going to give their stomach. You know, and I mean, I literally have said that. And I've had people laugh and crack up and we started laughing, go, yeah, people don't understand. And then we get into a conversation about your immune system. If you eat all this crap, your immune system will go lower. So it's like people don't even get that and even understand it. And like these are conversations that were random conversations had. So you don't need to wait. Waiting is what you've done your whole life. That's all you've done is wait. You've mentally masturbated your life away. So now go out, practice social distancing, and go and talk to people. People are way more friendly than you appear because they're also going cuckoo in their house. Yeah, They're nuts. Yeah. There's a limit to how much the cats or the dogs or the fish or the lizards or the walls can talk back to them. You may not yeah. be able to go out with them on a date right now, but you can say, hey, I think you're awesome. Why don't we, you know, it's like, it'd be great to just, why don't we just like, you know, connect and just text each other. That way we're both sitting at home, staring at the walls, you know, we can just have a conversation. Doesn't have to stop, folks. You know, your life doesn't have to stop. You've let it stop. You really have. Because you it. never wanted it to start in the first place. Because all you did was talk. No excuses. You're you're no. the you're the no excuse you're in no excuses mode right now. Always. Always. I, I go out and I crave the conversation. I can't sit in a cafe, but I can eat my food standing up six feet away from somebody. No more cafe gratitude. No, it's all takeout, but people are just there for conversations. Mm -hmm. They want it, they crave it. So there's no waiting. The waiters never get anywhere in life. You know, the reason why you're alone during the coronavirus is because you are alone because of your choices that you made. Because your lack of commitment, your lack of follow through, and giving into your fears on a daily basis is the reason why you're exactly where you are. This is what I want people to do take inventory of where they're at and who they are and take ownership of it. I love it. No victim mode, no excuses. There's always a way to break through this and, and make it work for yourself instead always. of over planning, but actually doing it, even if it's going to be hard. I, like, I can see guys being like, well, David, that's, that's hard. Six feet away, what do you want me to do? Yell? Go make excuses. That's hard. That's hard. So be it. So it so is be hard. It. Be a man.
and and how much how much easier is it going to be when you're when see I like this idea here of going out and approaching women. You're going to be six feet away. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be strange, but they know why it's happening. Either way, it's still going to be uncomfortable because who wants to yell six feet away? But imagine how much easier it's going to be when all this is all done for, and you actually can go up to a woman normally and do an approach. Well, it's not even six feet. It's not even six feet away. I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's six feet away, but you're not yelling. You're using your man voice. You know, come on. I mean, you know, 25 years of coaching, and I'm so sick of the whispers. That's a nice shirt. What'd you say, little girl? I mean, that's how I feel when they say that. They like whisper. It's like use your man voice. Hey, wow. <laughs> Do you want that loaf of bread? Because if you don't want it, I'll take it. See it, say it. And saying it is being a man, speaking up as a man, conveying the power of your voice. You notice the way you and I are talking. We're not whispering to one another. We're not talking like this, little whispers. That's for my cat in the corner. You know, she can whisper, right? You know, good little kitty over there. I mean, the thing is, it's like you don't want to sit around and be a whisperer. This is a good way for you to emphasize. And it's also showing a woman, hey, look, I'm a man. I'm not afraid to talk to you. Whether Fuck. we're one foot away or six feet away. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Whether there's a coronavirus or Tony Romo has the corona hotline during football games. It doesn't matter. There's a new commercial coming out too, by the way. It's, it's Tony Romo sitting in, a, uh, in an incubation cell going, corona hotline, how can I incubate you? I mean, you know, so... But I mean, that's what it's saying. It's like you're being a man. You're not afraid. It's more of a turn on. What do you think she wants to? Oh, I can't wait to get back on Tinder and Bumble when this is all over so I can continually swipe and get the same guys. Or, man, I remember that guy that wasn't afraid to talk to me during the coronavirus. That was the man. Talk about a really cute meet, right? Talk about a great meeting story. How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met during the group. Really online? No, in person. What? How did that go yeah. down? Yeah. He wasn't afraid. We kept six feet apart. You know, we were debating who gets the last can of sardines and who got the can of black beans. I mean, this is big, man. This is for you to step up. This is the positive things about the coronavirus. You can stand out and not be the little girl in the sidelines listening to your iPhone or your iPods on or staring at social media. And not to mention, ugh, your phone screen is like a coronavirus, like, like just incubator. It's gross. I look at people's phones and I'm thinking like, yeah, that's the reason why this shit spreads, man. It's on there. Wipe down those phones. You're out in public. You use the phone. You wash your hands. You wash the phone. The phone is aching going, please, please, please wash me. Wash me. I'm your best friend. I mean, God, be a man. I mean, step up. Claim her during the coronavirus. Wow. You will turn her Claim her during the coronavirus. Yes. I love that. That's a better name for this podcast. Claim her. <laughs> her during the coronavirus. Are you kidding me? That's what it's about. Claim her. Take advantage of situations. Stop overthinking and start yeah. doing. I love that. Where, where do you think you got this drive from, David? Like, Where does this all come from inside of you? Were you born with this? Did you learn this? Did this develop over time? You know, just your whole attitude towards things. I allowed myself to get my ass kicked. And I, I got frustrated. That. Talk more about that. Talk more about yeah, that. And I got frustrated and I would vent it out. I mean, I, I, I allow myself to go through things. 
I allow my decisions. I've made many poor decisions in my life. I should be retired by now. I didn't buy real estate when I should have bought it. Stupid move. I learned from it. Life is about learning. You're not going to make the right moves all the time. So you just got to go and allow yourself to fail. When I fail, I get pissed off and I go, oh, you suck. Oh, fuck, I'm angry. I get angry and I get pissed off at myself. And then you know what I do? 10 minutes later, I'm back at it again. I went out, you know, I remember in my early 20s, look, I, look, I was a good looking guy. I had, I had, I was popular, you know, I had girlfriends in high school, you know, and I had girlfriends in college, but I left a lot of opportunity on the table. So I went, to, you know, moved to New York and, you know, smoked a joint and put my Walkman on and walked the streets and took it off and talked to people, got rejected, challenged myself, got rejected. I mean, got, got a lot of women too. But I just kept going. That's what life is all about. You keep going. If you throw an interception, you don't cry on the sideline. It's like Tom Brady. You know Why my role models? When people say they hate Tom Brady, I love Tom Brady. How can you hate somebody who's so committed to being great and so committed to calling themselves out? I mean, even now when I'm learning how to trade the stock market, I had a great week last week and then I screwed up with emotions today and lost like 900 bucks. I didn't need to lose the money today. Oh, I wanted to quit. Oh, I hated it. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? When we get off this thing, I'm going to go look and see what I can do in the last hour of the day. I keep going. Because to me, greatness is only the only way to live life. And this is something, another lesson from my coronavirus. You know, like remember that song, My Sharona? Okay. So another lesson from coronavirus that to human beings is wake the fuck up. 9-11 didn't wake you up. None of this stuff wakes people up. This time it wakes you up. There is a pandemic that we created that most people are going to survive, right? Because it was created. This is a man-made virus. Some fucking idiot decided to launch it. There's a lot of conspiracy theories and, and I'm, I'm, I believe in a lot of them. But you understand if you survive this, it gives you an opportunity to live life differently because you never know when it's going to end. Because the next pandemic could really be bad. Because this is the stuff they're manufacturing in labs nowadays. They're messing with things. It wasn't just because of the wet market in Wuhan. You know, go kid yourself on that. This is a man-made, this is another man-made mistake, you know, that somehow or another got out. Who knows? Could have gotten out. Somebody could have played with it in the lab, didn't have had a little hole in their glove and you know, and then could have touched their face and then they could have gone to a market and then more people. They'll always find, they'll always find the history behind it. You know? But come on, people. Take advantage of this. You're going to get your ass kicked if you want to be great. You can't protect yourself from that. Mommy is not going to protect you and neither is mommy iPhone. And that's almost when I see people trip looking at their iPhone. I really look at men and women when they stare at it. And they look down, it's almost like, mommy, protect me from these human beings. <laughs> That's how I feel. Get your ass kicked. That's how you grow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's motivational, the things that you're saying. And I think that a lot of people are feeling down, feeling beat up, feeling uh, just kind of lost. And you know, we're hearing your voice right now. And what I'm hearing is resilience. I'm hearing persistence and not to let it get you down just because it is. And where can you find somewhere to make it work for you instead of against you? 
Yeah. Even if get... it's hard, even if it's hard, you know, everything is hard. Exactly. Everything, everything, is hard. everything that you want is going to be a challenge. Malcolm Gladwell puts it so well in Outliers 10,000 hours. So, all of you who don't put your 10,000 hours in to go meet women isn't going to work. Yeah. Because if I want to be a lawyer, I got to put in 10,000 hours. If I want to be a great doctor, I got to put in 10,000 hours. If I want to be Tom Brady, I got to put in 10,000 hours. But you guys are all like, what's the quickest way to get this to work? There is no quick way. If I can wave a magic wand and be Harry Potter at Universal Studios ride and wave my little wand over you and go, social anxiety, social anxiety, be gone, whoosh, I would wave it. I'd charge you a shit ton of money. Invest in yourself. Right. But it, yeah, it just doesn't work that way. There's no, no. magic wand. You know, it's funny, David, is that that's something that I learned a lot later in my life. And I'm talking about in the past like two to three years. You know, it's like I, I always knew it, but I never really put it into like a thought and really absorbed it. Is that anything you want is going to be a challenge. Like literally anything you want, you want anything you want in your life, it's going to take work. And but what it what it taught me in my later years is I kind of look at that in a way of of optimism, right? There's two ways you can look at it. Like, ah, oh, fuck, this is a lot of work. Or you can look at it, and this is the new way that I'm looking at things, is, oh, right, that's right, I forgot. If I want to get this thing going, I want to get this off the ground, I want this to be awesome, it's going to take work. I forgot. So that reminds me to just work harder, to keep working. Not give up, but keep working. Oh, right. Okay. In order to get this to to be the best, in order for this YouTube video to be the best, my relationship to be the best, the place where I live be the best. Oh, right. It's going to take work, and there's going to be uh, pitfalls and downfalls, and all kinds of things are going to knock you off course. I.e., here you go, the coronavirus. But it's like, oh, right. We got to you know remember we're living in a world of chaos, and anything can happen at any time. Therefore, you just got to work harder, or not. You don't have to. It, but that you're not you're not going to go anywhere though. Nothing's yeah. going to happen from that. So I try to take that and go. All right, hard work. Let's go. I forgot. Like I forgot. Like oh, that's the game. I forgot the game is hard work, and we all forget that sometimes. We forget that that is the game. Of course, sometimes you get some easy wins here and there, and that's great. But whatever you want in this world, the game is hard work. If you don't feel like playing that game, you're not going to go too far. No, the game is hard work. The game is work. Life is work. You know, you got to be honest. There's a chapter I wrote in my book, Naked, which really talks about stand in front of a mirror naked and just look at yourself and do it until you really come down to the truth. Oh man, I don't like my body. Oh man, I really don't like my body. Oh man, I do nothing for my body. Oh man, I really don't like this. It's like, I don't like that. Oh man, I don't really do enough for this stuff. It's like, you got to do things. You got to cultivate yourself and you got to have some perseverance. You know, it's like, don't quit yeah. the coaching during the time you need the coaching. Don't quit the programs. Don't quit the books. Don't quit life. Life is still there. Don't use this as an excuse to go further into the hole called your life. Use this as a motivating factor to get, to get healthy with your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. David, you're still doing coaching. Right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Where can guys find you if they want to work with you? Well, they can find me next to this cat. You see the cat? Zonked out, man. She's so, 
She's funny, man. Cats are cool, guys. Don't worry about cats, man. That shows that you're matcha, that you like a cat. Um, they can find me on my website, davidwygant.com. I, I got a podcast a couple days a week, 10-minute daily reality check. But yeah, I'm still doing coaching. And um, anybody who wants to do long-term coaching, I will... It's I've got uh, one month and six months programs, and I'll add more time on, you know, because you, you, you may not be able to do some of the field work that I want you to do in the beginning, but I'll add more time on. So then once we're free and we're able to go out, um, we can do the prep work now. And that's something I stress to people trip all the time. If I'm giving you free time and you're committing to a program, we can do some serious prep work based on stories that you have because you have to recreate that story for you to move forward. So just davidwygant.com. Find me, cool. email me. Simple. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, David. And uh, and David, I'll be on your podcast later in this week, so guys can can hear that. Your podcast is is it on iTunes? Is it everywhere? Or where? It's on iTunes. Ten minute daily reality check. Yep. Cool. So you guys can check that out. Oh, man, you're 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 uh, a breath of fresh air sometimes. So it is. Uh, it was good to have you back on here. It was definitely way too long. I feel like you're kind of you're like a drill sergeant ready to come in here and kind of wake people up a little bit, kick their ass a little bit, and knock them into shape. And I feel like that's what we need right now in this time of fear and panic and anxiety. And sometimes we need a good ass whooping. So I think you gave it today. Thanks, David. I did. Thanks, Trip. Appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. 